just between us girls. Now, just between us girls, Lori. Uh, I got to tell you, remember yesterday when we were doing the first response, you were like, you're in a mood. <clears throat> yeah. I was in a mood. I'll tell you why. Oh, my God. I'm so shocked. <laughs> I was so freaked out yesterday. I was convinced I had coronavirus. By the way, oh, I had almost none of the symptoms. Right. The only thing I had was, but I know it was because of allergies. But still, you know, you get nervous. I had the slightest, I wouldn't even say tickle, like just like a, um, I don't know what you would call it. Just my, the, the back right of my throat kind of hurt. Right. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's it. I have coronavirus. I'm dead. <clears throat> and um, <laughs> even though I had post nasal drip, like nobody's business. Okay. Which uh-huh. is not a sign of coronavirus and actually a sign of allergies and something I've had before. And also the night before, cause it was so hot and some people did not turn the air conditioning on until later, you know, but I'm already have two fans on me. So I had two fans and air conditioning on me and I'm sure <clears throat> I was sleeping like this. <sighs> and so then my mouth dried out or something like that. Cause then, yeah, I know I'm, com- I'm completely fine today, but yesterday I was like really just in my feelings convinced I had coronavirus. I think that's happened <clears throat> to all of us at some point. I know that I've definitely, I remember when I first heard that one of the symptoms is you, you lose your sense of taste. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm a fast eater. So I would eat something and I'd be like, Oh my God, did I not taste what I ate? Like, oh, I, was, I thought it was because you like ink master. Yeah. One of the guys killed somebody on the show. No, Lori, <laughs> you don't say Somebody whose whole life is about putting skulls and like uh, the Virgin Mary bleeding from her eyes on their their body. Sometimes it's sometimes it's colorful skulls. Sometimes it's, you know, Um, no, he was like driving a a, it was kind of like a a little bit along the same lines of um, that's that uh, guy from Fast and the Furious, how he died. And uh, they were driving like this really <laughs> expensive fast car, and then they lost control, and then yeah. the one guy died. Yeah. And the other guy was the the tattooer was the driver, and so he's he's being charged like manslaughter yeah. or something. You know, that's one thing I learned with the, when Paul Walker died is um, people think that you know because in our in, in the normal economy cars that we buy, commercial cars that are meant for everyday people. Yeah, there's so much technology in there to prevent us from fucking it up. Okay. Yeah. With anti-lock brakes and power steering, and I'm sure a whole bunch of other technology I don't even know of, right? Yeah. But these sports cars, these fast fast cars, because you know the technology that they put in our cars also prevents it from a lot of the power that a car could have. You know, mm-hmm. and that's that's by design. Okay, because we wouldn't be able to handle it. <clears throat> And a sports car in the hands of somebody who is not a professional driver is very, very, very dangerous. If you don't know how to drive it, they think that the car has all the internal checks and controls that a normal car does. And it doesn't. And that's how you die. Yeah. That's scary Mm -hmm. to think, you know, what that might be. Um, 
like you're just making a turn and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've skidded. Yeah, no, uh, it doesn't have. Are you, a, are you a car person? No, no, I'm, do the, you I'm have the opposite like of a, a car person. Do you have like a car that like if money and gas nope. wasn't an issue? I'm not even joking. I've thought about this a lot. Even if I won a billion dollars in some sort of billion dollar lottery, right? Yeah. I still, I still think my go-to car would just be the nicest Honda you could get, you know? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Well, because if I'm going to go somewhere nice, then I'd either rent the car or have mm-hmm. someone drive me. You yeah. Know? Uh, I'm not, I'm not a big fancy, you know, what's funny is I've, I'm not from money. I'm not, I don't had, I wasn't born into a lot of wealth, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I don't need, I don't know, I don't have this desire. I actually kind of don't want to be known for having, like, <clears throat> I don't want to stand out is what I'm, I'm trying to say. Like, that's that's one of the reasons why I don't wear black, I wear black shirt and jeans all the time. I don't want to stand out. And, yeah. it, uh, you know, actually, I was uh, talking to Humble Pie, uh, mistress of the discord, miscord, as I call her. And um, I'm very thirsty. Um, maybe I shouldn't have had a bowl of salt for breakfast. But uh, but I was having a humble pie the other day on uh, Discord. It's about Discord stuff. And I asked her to, you know, because there she's assigned different roles have different colors. Okay. So Afterthought Media, because the Afterthought Media Discord is the only uh, Discord member that has the color gold. I guess it just matches our color. That you know that we're the fucking boss, right? But when I when I made my own personal Discord, she gave me the same color, and I hated that. I hated that. You know, um, not it wasn't her fault. She was doing the right thing, but I said, "Could you just give me a normal color? I just want to be like a normal person." When I when I, when I'm Joe Batanz, Afterthought Media still has that color because when I'm yeah. speaking as Afterthought Media, I want it to be that. But I had her change the Joe Batanz color because I was like. I don't want to, I don't want, because you know what I noticed too? Um, like, you know, I'm, I want to be active in this animal crossing, um, folder. I mean, channel. <clears throat> yeah. But I noticed that when I'm just, when I'm lurking, when I'm in the lurking state of animal crossing, Oh, they're all talking to each other. They're visiting each other's islands. They're like high-fiving each other and having like parties and game nights and a whole bunch of shit. Right. Yeah. And then I show up and I'm like, what's going on, everybody? And everyone shuts up, you know, because dad, like daddy walked in the room. And I'm like, uh, right. Or if I ask a question, like someone might answer because they're like, oh, God. Oh, God. What's he going to do? Oh, no. I think that's just your perception. I don't think people are really acting that way. Yeah. This used to happen on the, ru- on the rumor mill. Remember when I wasn't on the rumor mill anymore and I had the guest host and they all changed? Well, because the the direction of the show changed. Because whoever's leading the show, that's how the direction changed. When I was on there, it was it wasn't great because I was a terrible leader. But when you're on mm-hmm. there, you have a very distinct style, and so yeah, so it just changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm kind of the same way. I have a little bit of stuff that I'm like, if money was no object and gas was no object, I would mm-hmm. love to get like an old. See, I'm like my dad in that I like old cars, but mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that they're they have old parts. So I would get like uh electric 
a VW bus or, you know, I don't know if you've seen the concept car there that they have, Mm -hmm. but I would get that or I would get like an electric uh, old Jeep or something like just have like the the outside look like it. But on the inside, it's all new. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, it's like when you get down to it, it's like, eh, then you got to like worry about people like stealing it or keying it or, you know, like getting car accidents. It's just like, eh, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that headache. So. I'm even that way about funerals. Like, you know, my gra- <laughs> yeah, my, gra- <laughs> my grandparents died. There was a whole funeral drama and something like that. I'm not even joking. Like, how do you want to be buried and stuff? Um, you know, I go Are you back cleaning and, your ears on camera? No, it's I'm not cleaning and they're itching. And then you just put it back in your pocket? Yeah, it's there's no nothing there. It's just a, it's literally just the the very beginning part of the ear. For some reason it itches a lot. So okay. go ahead. Um I do a deep clean at night and oh, there's a lot there. But um yeah, nothing right now. Uh I've thought a lot about it. I don't really know i mean i'm at the stage in my life where i legit would love to just consider myself immortal (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i don't really want to think about but um i go back and forth i go back and forth from being cremated to being buried to donating my body to science which is what my aunt wants to do my aunt doesn't even want a headstone she just wants her she doesn't want anything she wants to be donated her body donated science and she just wants she doesn't want a funeral she doesn't want anything mm-hmm. so i told her that i was going to get one of those like glass like things that they have for like awards that's just pure glass it's like a scepter that's like has a point on it mm-hmm. and i'm just going to put she has a, she always she said that she wants if she ever did have a headstone she wants it to say <laughs> nailed it so she's going to i'm going to put that on there mm-hmm. I want to do that thing where people like just leave your body on a cliff and then the vultures pick at it. And not even being funny. Or like put your body adrift in the, to the sea. Ooh, I'd have to be in a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like one of those like wooden things that they just like made out of logs. But I don't want to that burn they- it. I don't want to burn. The reason, the reason is I feel like if I'm not really dead, then I will get up and just walk away. You know, but if I'm dead, then the birds can have it and whatnot and stuff like that. Do you ever like w- w- want to like? Have you ever thought about getting your like head cryogenically frozen? No, no, no. I just, uh, I just. It's like <clears throat> one of my things is like, if they did the whole body, maybe mm-hmm. I would be okay with it. But the fact that it's just your head, mm-hmm. it's like, what kind of life would you have if you're just a head? Mm-hmm. You know? humble, humble pie in the chat room, by the way. I didn't know this. I will actually look into this. She says if you leave your body to science, they'll leave it outdoors and watch how it decomposes in different environments. Yeah, they do that. I uh, There was a book I read by a, a, an author that I love, Mary Roach. And I forgot the name of the book, but it's essentially about what happens to your body when you die. And mm-hmm. essentially about leaving your body to science. And there's a, a place in, uh, I want to say Tennessee, but it might be someplace else where it's like a university and mm-hmm. they don't, unfortunately they don't offer tours, which I would love to go on a tour, but it's essentially, it's for a crime scene investigation. Yeah. Stiff. That's <clears> it. <throat> it's for a crime scene investigation. Mm-hmm. And it, 
they put your body in different ways of decomposing. So like they'll put a body with a shirt on or they'll put a body naked or they'll put a body in a trunk or, Mm -hmm. you know, and they watch how it decomposes and then they take, then they write notes and they, you know, they essentially, it helps police investigators if they find a body in those similar conditions, you know, identify how long it's been dead, how long, you know, all that, all that stuff and what to look out for. So I, I guess the smell is, is something to get used to, but I just think it's fascinating. I think my only problem with that is, you know, Luke Stamen is younger than I am. And Mm -hmm. I'm afraid he'll find out where my body is. And then I don't know what will happen. He'll yell at it. And I don't know what he'll do. Right. He'll prop it up like a, like psycho. Yeah, he'll just kidnap like, it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So create a whole. If whole I die, team. can no one ever tell Luke Stamen where my body is? Okay, thank you. All right. He'll just sit with it and have conversations where I'm nice to him. Yeah, he'll be like, "Thank you, that's so sweet." Oh, oh my Joe. god, I, I don't think I'm the best producer, but I think. But you know what you need to do, Joe? Is you need to make sure you die with like a resting bitch scowl, like a. Like, like one of those, like, ugh. and so that way, like, he can never really technically look at your face. Yeah. Because yeah. then he'll know that you really mm-hmm. don't believe the things you're saying. You're, yeah, you know what? You I've noticed, you know, I didn't log into Mixler. Oh, wait, you know, I don't ever have the code. I suffer from the same thing that you guys do, by the way. I don't have the code always at my disposal. <clears throat> do you want me to send it to you? Oh, do you have it? Yeah, that'd be great. All I right. I can do it through... I'll do it through text. You can do it. Okay. Through te- no, no, no. Uh, yeah, you can do it through text. Yeah. Um, oh, there it is. Oh, gosh. Yeah, my computer. I had I had to just time. find it, so I had to copy. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I, I don't know how you feel about this, even though I don't like to think about I had, my dad. I had to just find it, so oh, I had to I copy. Turn this off. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Um, my attitude towards my body is like, I don't give a fuck. Like no, you're when kidding. I'm dead. <laughs> you you don't give a fuck <laughs> about your body. <laughs> no, I mean like when I'm dead. Uh-huh. I guess now too, but when I'm dead, I'm like, do what you want, you know. Uh-huh. Like, sew me up and see what it look what I look like with a penis on, you know. Like uh-huh. I I don't care what happens. Um, my dad doesn't want to donate his body to science because he's worried that they're going to like cut off his genitals for some reason and i'm like why do you care mm-hmm. you're dead like you know what are you gonna use them for <laughs> like, yeah the one thing i just don't want i don't want to be buried and i don't want to be burned and i don't want to be drowned like throw, yeah like, i wouldn't want to be put at sea no no that's why but i didn't know about this donating i see the thought with donating body you see the thing with donating body is science and i feel people laugh at you Oh, I don't care. But see, the thing is, is like, look, if it's mm-hmm. something I, okay, let me retract my previous statement of, I don't want to be put mm-hmm. at sea. If it's something where it's for science, do whatever you need mm-hmm. to do. But if it's like, just like a memorial burial at mm-hmm. sea, I don't sure. want that. Yeah. I, it's just, I just, I'm not an ocean person mm-hmm. to begin with. So I would be frustrated <laughs> if, if I find you an ocean person, Lori. No, I know it's shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I just, uh, yeah, I don't care who's laughing at me. As soon as I die, I no longer exist. Well, finally, you'll have people laughing. Yeah. I mean, that'd be great. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll bring. Maybe that'll be like Tinkerbell. <laughs> like you'll come back to life if people are laughing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Oh, uh, Humble <laughs> wants to know if this means Lori will never attend an afterthought cruise. Oh, I wouldn't go on a cruise. I, you know, I've never. I would go on a cruise. I've never been on a cruise. I. It would have to literally be something that would be worthwhile. Like I would. It would have to be something where it's like. You have your own private wing, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you were giving you a bajillion dollars, mm-hmm. and uh, you get to stay inside most of the time. You know what I, was, I what, what I was thinking about? Let me ask you a question. Okay, now I, I'm going to talk numbers here, right? I'm going to talk numbers. Uh huh. Because <clears throat> I actually got a number for afterthoughts for the number of afterthoughts. Okay, and when I say afterthoughts, I mean. The true, you know, like the hardcore afterthought media fans. I got a number because on Discord, they do this new thing now that Humble's been uh, managing where like the more you comment, you get these ranks and levels and it's like a little contest, right? And when you look at the list of people who talk the most, for the most part, not everybody, because for instance, astute girl's husband, astute boy, because of Animal Crossing, is on that list, high on that list. But he doesn't listen to any of our shows. Uh, it, most for the most part, it's, uh, it's, it's the afterthoughts that you know and love as the afterthoughts, right? Even though I also refer to everybody as the afterthoughts, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. And. Uh, I was like, oh, the number is so small. It's such a <coughs> a tiny percentage of all the listeners. And I don't mean that as an insult. It's just in my world, those are the people I deal with on a day-to-day basis. But there are, I used to say 90%. It's less than, it's the, the people who don't ever communicate with us is more than 95% of people who wow. subscribe to Afterthought Media never communicate with us, right? So let's still say 95%. Maybe there's people I'm missing. And um, uh, what I was going to say is, uh, but I wonder if there's people who they just, they just don't want to go on Discord or they don't want to go on Mix- Mixler or whatnot, right? Uh, wait, to be fair, Lori isn't ranked on Discord. And we all know she listens to every show. That's, that's the point I'm getting at, right? is so you know pride 48 we have so many more afterthought has so many more subscribers and pride 48 has members but pride 48 is a very tight-knit community and every year they do this thing in well they used to be las vegas now they moved it to new orleans in august okay it was so (laughs) disgusting uh called they call they call it pride 48 as well it's a it's the expo. Okay. Now they're not okay. gonna do it this year because of coronavirus. But uh they do this this to where they get together, all get together, right? And I would say in its biggest year, it had about 85 people show up. Maybe to maybe close to a hundred, maybe close to a hundred, right? I would say in its worst year, it's about fifty or sixty, right? So somewhere between okay. 50 and 100 people have shown up to this thing every year. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, because I used to make a joke. Okay. I used to make a joke that uh, 
I was going to do a competing one called Betacon, right? Yeah. But they always do it in, like, they used to do it in Vegas in August. Now, look, actually, I didn't mind Vegas so much because um, Vegas, because it's a, a town built on this, you got really cheap rates, really cheap. Like, oh, um, nice. Yeah. In fact, what I used to do. So for Pride 40, okay, so Pride 40, I used to go. And Pride 40, okay, let me, I'm going to break down how Pride 48 works, the, the expo weekend, and then I'll tell you what I started doing. Because I live by Vegas, right? Three hours away. Uh, driving. One hour flying. So is the actual weekend itself, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, okay? That was a thing. But all the people who were like the head of Pride 48 they would show up like the Tuesday before the weekend to hang out with each other, but also to like start setting up, getting the the weekend ready. Okay. Yeah. And then some people would stay a few days after. So like the big wigs would stay for like a week, even though it was a weekend. Okay. Well, because of what Joey Boohecker was in charge of setting up the hotels, because that's what his husband does. Okay. Oh, okay. His, his, his husband works in the hotel business. So Joey knew how to do it and finagle some deals. Okay. And so uh, what he would get were these crazy deals. And I'm not even fucking joking. This was like three years ago. This is not 20 years ago. It was like three or four years ago. It was always at the Excalibur, which I know is gross, but whatever, right? Listen to this. It was $30 a night. Dang. Except Saturday was like 120 but then every other night was $30 a night. So what I started doing, because I just wanted to see these people, right, is um, Doofus. Yes, there were resort fees, but they weren't too bad. Excalibur's cheap, right? Um, I think it was like $15 a night. So let's say even say it was $45 a night, right? Uh, that's still, that's so yeah, great. That's fantastic. So what I would do is I would go, Tuesday through Friday, or like leave Saturday morning. God, what the fuck do I care? I just wanted to see my friends, right? Yeah. And then they're all wrapped up in the expo. And actually, what was great is because they would also broadcast it live. I would listen to Pride 48 on the drive home. So oh. I would, uh, yeah. And so I would spend like, let me see, four days, four, four, like $160, $170 for my hotel stay the entire night, maybe $200, let's say $200 with everything, right? 200 bucks for four or five days, right? And uh, whatever. So Vegas is built for that. New Orleans. So what happened with Pride 48 is people started complaining, we always go to Las Vegas. I don't want to go to Las Vegas. That's what we do all the time. And conveniently, everybody wanted Pride 48 to move to their city. Okay. Here's the yeah. problem. And this is true with LA, Seattle, Chicago, Atlanta, Nashville, all these other places. They're all going to be more expensive than Vegas. Vegas is a town. The only other place that might be competitive is like Orlando. Oh, is, is it still the ears where nothing comes out? Yeah, it's just the sides. Mm. Uh, is Orlando and maybe you can maybe get some things in Anaheim. The other thing people were the people would complain about was. They didn't like they didn't gamble and they didn't want to go to shows. So um 
why would they uh why would they want to it would be boring for them you know like this okay they've done this what are they gonna do at night you know or something right well what would you do at night in new orleans all right here's well, they would go to new orleans right here's the deal i always told them what they should do like for instance have you ever heard of the sundance film festival yeah well what you don't realize is there are a bunch of little there and it's so smart there are a bunch of little film festivals in the area that happened at the same time as Sundance, like slam dance is a very famous one, right? It's right there because they're like, Oh, the people who couldn't get into Sundance films, but who are there for other Sundance things, they'll come to slam dance. Right? So like LA has oh. a big podcast festival, or I was saying, why not do it at the same time as D 23 in Disneyland. Right. And then you yeah. could go to Disneyland, go to D23, but also go to Pride 48, do all this stuff. Like, make it so that people have other things they would get out of their money if they went. Or they, if they went to Orlando, okay, they, people can go to Disney World. You know, they can turn it into a thing, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, of course, I was a, a they, Pride 48 is very stubborn. Very, very stubborn. Okay. What? Anyway. The people on there seem so, like, flexible. <laughs> I know, right? No, that's not the way we do it, right? So for Betacon, that's why a cruise is a good idea with Betacon. Uh, uh, because then people could do other things on the cruise, you know? We could have our little things, but then people could do other things on the cruise, but they could hang out with... You know, the problem is Taylor wouldn't go because Taylor will only do a Disney cruise. Right? Uh, and, uh, oh, we could do a Disney cruise? Uh, you know, if we organize a Disney cruise, we should do it. You know what would be even funnier? It would be funnier because this is so funny. No just we just all show up and do no, our own thing no, at the Disney cruise and they're like, wait, what? what? Because whenever Taylor does it, I'm whispering, I don't want him to hear. Yeah. Whenever Taylor does a Disney cruise, he'll talk about it on his show way in advance and talk about which Disney cruise is going to be. Oh, we're going to the February. We're going to the whatever name of the ship and blah, 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 blah. We I know what then, you're saying. Yeah. We should then all not tell him. <laughs> I love this idea. We should all not tell him. And then we all book. That Disney cruise. That Disney cruise. Yeah. And then he's there with Taffy, you know, thinking they're just having their own little private Disney cruise. And then I'm like, well, what's funny is we could actually do, I could spill the tea because I know I, they, on on a recent Disney cruise, they said, oh, it'd be so fun to have Joe come with us on a Disney cruise. So I know I'm invited on one of their Disney cruises. So I would spill the tea to you guys and be like, February, right? February 2022 on this on the ship on the dream or whatever they call them right yeah yeah I love how you're still on microphone though when you're (laughs) yeah I'm telling the microphone yeah I think that's brilliant yeah I think we should I would I would I would go on a cruise Mm -hmm. just for that reason I would put my safety in danger just just for that reason I don't know if they have these in Florida. There is a, you know, LA is a big cruise, not as big as Florida, but it has a big cruise thing. And they do, this might be convenient for Betacon, 
is they do like these three day Mexico trips. So you leave from LA, it cruises down to Mexico. It's three days and you come back. Oh, see, my thing is, and this is the same thing I have with airplanes Mm -hmm. is I don't like, I don't like travel where you're locked in a place with somebody and you can't, you can't immediately leave. Like, I, that's why on airplanes, like, I, I think we, we would not get, I think you would hate me after an airplane. Ride. I hate you not I'm on an like, airplane. But what I'm telling you from what I've heard, I've never been on a cruise ship, but from what I hear about these big ships, like the Disney ships and stuff like that, they're so gigantic. It's like being in a gigantic, like, it's like being in a, in a city. Oh, yeah. Spring, Nicholas Springham just said that. It's like being locked in a mall or a small town. Yeah. But I mean, it's still, I would be like, I would like, I've called, I've like told people to shut up on planes. Like I just become this other person where I just can't handle. Let's be TV. honest. You would just stay in your room and watch TV the whole time. Um, If I was like, yeah, unless I could get, if I could get room service, then yes, I would stay in my room the whole time. But wouldn't you think star, that would be great for you and star? Cause you could stay in your room and star could go play, you know, canasta somewhere and, and go. <laughs> she can go. She loves swimming. She can go yeah. swimming. She can go swimming. No, she can do all that. Star always wants me to be like a better person, and she's always like Lori, trying to get me to go out and enjoy things. It's I'm all like, you can eat the it. entire time on the cruise. I would just be eating the whole time. I'll be honest with you. I just don't like like I don't know. I just worry that like something's gonna happen, like the shit cruise or like the coronavirus cruise. I realize something. I worry something's gonna happen. We can't get off the boat, and it's gonna be like, oh great, we're all gonna die. Mm-hmm. I'd be really upset if I found out I was gonna die on a cruise. Like I was just, I would just be like, now, really? Mm-hmm. Um, Don't you think that's the way to go, though? No, no, dry, drowning is my worst fear. Wait, wait, who, when did you get to drowning? You said dying on a boat. I thought like that's how boats go under, and then then you drown. <laughs> no. Uh, what's the date today? Uh, I think it's the. What is the date? Computer, what's the date today? It's Saturday, July 18th. Oh, it's the 18th. Um, can you talk about the uh, Boo Hecker thing, him leaving the show? Well, I mean, it's on the entire recording that came out. Shady Pines? No, you know what? It's only for this Joe Batanson above. So, um, look, here's the thing. Do I have it here? Let me see here. Uh, let's see. I, I could, I, it, it, so what happened is Boo Hecker, I will give a brief update. Boo Hecker was really mad about, um, I'm trying to see if I have it here. If not, I can just go to ACAST and play it. Boo Hecker was really angry had, and had been seething the entire time. He was really mad that I had, you know, done that bit on him on throwing down. You know, he was still upset about that. He was still upset. So he just said, well, look, I will say I'm the one that accidentally opened the door because I made a joke, you know, Um, Uh, let's actually analyze it. It's going to be the world's longest episode of uh, just between us girls. But uh, uh, he uh, he was really upset about it. Pulling it up right now. So he starts like going off on me. I opened the door because we were talking. We're having a good time. And I said, uh, you know, something along the lines of, oh, we should do a show. To-. I was setting up a joke. 
I said, we should all three do a show where you just like shoot the shit. And then I said, what's great is every six weeks I would get a six week break because Boo would have a tantrum. Right. So then he starts going off on me. I'm going to jump to a place right here. So maybe it'll it'll be. He kind of reminds me a little bit like my mom and my aunt, where it's like they. Hello. I got a. Gang up on each other and it gets ugly. And that's one of the reasons I left podcasting as long as I had, because all this bitching back and forth at people. Okay. So I'm going to pause right there. So this is him yelling at me. Notice that I don't say anything. I let him talk, right? I let him talk. I I let him blow off some steam. Okay. Okay. By the way, I will say on listening to it later, I realized I misunderstood what he said, but I have a response even to what he was saying. Okay. So his point, but I misunderstood it, right, was that he just thought it was Dicky because I was attacking him on a show and he could not respond, right? Okay. He couldn't respond. And so it was unfair for me to attack him. I didn't understand that's what he was saying. Uh, Wait, you were attacking him? You weren't? I, I was just talking about how he got mad at me. I don't know. Whatever. I, oh, he, he was a. That's what he was. I thought yeah. he was upset about the fact that you said, but he, you got mad at him because, or he got mad at you because you said the thing about the. Oh yeah, he wasn't the, even. I don't know if he was mad about that. He was mad that I was talking about it. You have to understand something. Oh my god, that's exhausting. You have to understand something. This is for people who don't understand Pride Forty Eight. The and this includes Taylor, by the way. I know Taylor will hear this later. I don't care. Uh, all you the hear pride, that, Taylor? Yeah, if you hear this, Joe Taylor, I don't care. I don't care. What, what show are you going to quit now? So, uh, all these um, Pride Forty Eight people, including Taylor, they think of Pride Forty Eight as like the most important thing in their world, and the opinion of other Pride Forty Eight people is so important to them, right? Yeah. So to Boo Hacker, like, so in, even though what's funny is the image of Pride 48, I'm sorry, the image of Boo Hacker in Pride 48 is he's probably just a level above me being hated. Like, I, I'm probably the second most hated person in Pride 48, right? Even though I'm no longer part of Pride 48, technically. But Boo Hacker is, and I'm not saying that it's always deserved, but people would see Boo Hacker as an asshole who yells at people and is mean to people and a dick and blah, 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 blah. Right now, by the way, for the record, they probably see me as the same way. Okay. Or in a, in a version of that, but that's how they see him. But I don't think boo hacker thinks they see him that way. Okay. And so I think to him, here I am on his turf, exposing him to all these people who don't know he's like this. Meanwhile, everybody knows he's like this. Okay. But anyway, this is what he's yelling about. Now, before we get into that, and this is something that actually I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to go back and look for it. So I don't know, but Mike Lawson actually brings what I'm going to tell you up earlier in the conversation where, and I've known about this, but with Lawson forever for my entire friendship. Right. And you could say, this is a strength or a weakness. I don't care what you're going to say, but you get one chance with Lawson. And the second that Lawson decides he's over you, I guys, I'm not fucking around. He's done. When he decides he's over you, he's done. The ironic part is the entire time that Boo Hacker is yelling at me and I 
I get into a heated exchange with not even that heated, but I start going, I start, you know, engaging the conversation. I was never angry. I wasn't even a little bit angry. I was amused by this whole thing, right? Mostly because he's on my turf. Okay. Yeah. So that means like even today, if Boo Hecker called me today and said he wanted to come back to Shady Pines or let's do another show, I would be all for it. I'm very amused by Boo Hecker. This does this kind of fit bickering and stuff like that. I like it. I think it's I think it's great broadcasting. I think it's interesting for the audience. I'm not personally offended. And I think this speaks to Boo Hecker. I'm just more amused by it. And it's sort of sad because that means I have so little respect for him that he can hurl whatever insult he wants at me. And I laugh. Right. Yeah. But that's funny is. And so in this, Mike is actually I wouldn't say maybe you might even say he's on Boo Hecker's side. He's at least trying to play the diplomat. And Boo Hecker turns on him. So here we go. We're going to listen here. I'm going to jump around a lot. That, that, that happened. It happened to the two of you also. And there was just like this group mentality of bullshit. And I don't like it. And I put out a show for free to these for people. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. But don't be, don't be an asshole. I don't have the energy for people being an asshole. And if you notice on my show, when my show has been out, I never talk about other people's shows or go after. Now notice, I'm saying nothing and letting Boo Hecker, Boo Hecker talk. Other people, where there's people who have spent entire shows bashing other people's shows and bashing other people's work. I will never be that person. I don't do that. I won't do that. It's not. I will say, I will say, and I say this, there. that is true. Boo Hecker does not do that on his show. He is verbally abusive to the people on his show. Like, to the point where it's awkward, where people have told me, people who've listened, that they had to stop listening to his show because of how abusive he is to his co-host. I'm talking, if people think I mean to Lori, it, Lori knows it's in fun. But also, like, no, this is like, like if you're listening to someone berate someone on the air every week. Not entertaining. Yeah. And if you want that kind of show, that's a different kind of show. So I just don't do it i don't appreciate it i don't like it i think one of the reasons i was also angry at once you, again no one is interrupting him they're letting him talk is after you took a whole show to take shots at me okay okay it's just him talking let's move on this is what's over here agree i mean so you're he's basically to- describing why he's now upset yeah just say right because it, it, <laughs> you it, can't. No, no, i know let me go back a little bit Mike does is when Mike's had enough, Mike just sits in silence. Play music. So that is, is, is what I will do is, for is, now. Is this, is this true, Lawson? That's kind of true. Yeah, I think. But Tansa also knows that I have a short fuse, and my fuse doesn't reconnect. So, like, once that fuse is lit, I'm gone. Like, oh yeah. So we accidentally just found it. Lawson has just told Boo Hacker, and Boo Hacker says, "Yeah, he knows that about Lawson." I know. <laughs> I know. So I've just decided that when I'm done, I'm done, and I will just sit in silence. I, okay. So Lawson's already told well, this has come up. I guess my only I, response is I don't right, have to host the I, show. Look, I don't care. Look, look, here here's my only thing I'll say. I'm not gonna deny anything you just said, right? Because it, it, you it, can't. No, no, I know, because it's your interpretation. What I find particularly ironic, so then I go on, but let me go. No one cares about this. Here we go. Kind of was doing. Okay, so let me go back a little bit. This is when Lawson steps in. All right, here we go. This point in my life, I have no problem walking away from it completely. So if it's already burned and I've done irre- or, you know, un- unrecoverable damage, I'm okay with saying so long, dearie. Peace, folks. Is he saying about the show, or is he just saying? No, at this point, at this point, I've already told him what I just told you, which is 
people at you're saying this, but people at Pride 48 think you that because he's talking about like he had said that Pride 48 has gotten too negative for him, you know, oh. and that they're negative. I'm like you're the godfather of the negativity. <laughs> no one else on that network is negative. I'm being honest. Like the only there he used didn't to be seem other, so negative when I talked to him. There so used I'm to be happy. there used to be other negative people, but they're they've gone. They've they've just stopped podcasting. So the only one left is Boo Hacker. Okay. Here's maybe a difference that I'm seeing that a place where we could kind of come together. So this is where Loss is being diplomat here. And I'm going to let it play through because it happened so fast. All right. Listen. In the middle is it feels like Batance kind of was doing what he thought was acceptable, kind of like ribbing somebody in this kind of area. Batance Let me finish. I didn't get to finish. Show You're not, I'm hanging up. up. I'm fake, seriously hanging comes up. Comes up with fake characters in the chat I'm leaving room right now. And attacks right your now. entire show. I'm seriously leaving if I can't Bye. finish this thought. Okay. See? There you go. That's right there. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Thanks for being a friend. That, that's the thing is what, when, what Lawson gave him ample warning. And then at the end he goes, bye. I'm like, and now Boohecker's like, I can't believe Lawson's not talking to me. Yeah, you're done. Lawson has cut you off. Lawson, yeah. like in other words, I would have Boohecker back on the show Monday. If Boohecker wanted to come, Lawson does not want to do another show with Joey Boohecker. He is done. Oh. Uh, He's done. I think I I didn't think it's just a, a matter of miscommunication. I don't think Joey heard him. No, no. no. The, I think he, he was he, talking over him. He said bye. He said if you No, I know, but finish. he said I he goes, if I can't I, I'm gonna hang up now. And I think that's all he heard. And so I think Joey said bye. And then I think Mike thought he meant like because I think Mike said I'm gonna hang up if I can't get my can't say what I want to say, and then I think I don't think Joey heard that part, and so I think that Mike thought he when he meant bye he meant like oh yeah I'm not gonna let you finish. And so I think Mike that is like, okay, what bye. Joey meant. Oh really? Let's, let's, oh, I'll, I'll go I, back. I'll go back a few seconds. Here we go. Because it doesn't I'm seem like he leaving. heard him. Here we go. Here we go. Batance kind of was doing what he thought was acceptable, kind of like ribbing somebody in this kind of area. Batance Let me finish. I didn't get to finish. Show show I'm hanging up. up. I'm fake, seriously hanging comes up. Comes up with fake characters in the chat I'm leaving room right now. And attacks right your now. entire show. I'm seriously leaving if I can't bye. finish this thought. Okay. See, he says, I'm seriously leaving. And, and Joey says, bye. While he's saying, if I can't finish this thought. No, so no, I think no. He no, because I'm going to go leaving. back a little bit. Here we go. Watch. Listen to this. I'm going to play my part. But if you were to take a poll of Pride 48 people who have talked to me privately, they would say what they find difficult is how you just come for people. And then oh, also yeah, the way totally. you come for like Wendy on your show. So it's one of these things where like, I'm not angry. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. But what I'm saying is it's just, it would be like what you're saying. It would be if, if I went on the air and was like, um, Joey was making fun of me on my show. <laughs> so, show. On the like, Pride Forty Eight thing, yes, we come. F we, we it's kind of a group coming for each other. Yes, I may be heavy-handed, and and uh, I have no problem saying that. But I can think of everybody coming after everybody on that show. Sometimes I may push a little harder and cut a little deeper. But that's also a show that we're on together. I don't then go on to my show. And then go and do like, you know, Adam this, Taylor this, and then Taylor said this, and then he, mm -hmm. no, that's, that's the point. But why, Fair point. 
But why is that okay? Like, in other words... Because we're all coming at each other on that. It's I don't, fine. The, well, I'm going to tell you this. The perception of the suits is not that they're all coming for each other. I will tell oh, you that's that. That's fine. Look, let me be honest with you. I, If anything, I go after... I may have missed it. The part of the game, there's a part where I'm trying to talk, and he just interrupts me, and he talks over me. So I don't, oh, know, where okay. it, I don't know where it is. I, no, he just talks over people, Lori. <laughs> it's just okay. him. So, uh, yeah. So, look, again, I would have Boo Hecker on in a second to fight with him. Because that's very amusing to me. But, um, yeah, but Lawson's done. So so Lawson told you after this that he doesn't want Joey on the show anymore? He, he might, Lawson would never say that. Lawson phrased it as, you're welcome to do the show however you want, but I'm just telling you, if Boo Hecker's on the show, I won't be on it. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, well, I think we've done well, like I wonder a- what... <laughs> Are we going to do a burial at sea now that Joey's officially dead from after that? Yeah, we are. All right. Well, we've done an extra long just between us girls, which is fine. Um, but uh, now, everybody, bring back my girls. Oh, wrong one. We'll still use this anyway. 